Welcome to the Land Your Bets Sports Betting Podcast. Josh Lander, your host as always, coming to you with a Thursday slate of baseball here on August the 24th. My apologies for not getting a baseball podcast up with some picks on Wednesday. I was busy getting a few other podcasts going, had Nate Weitzer on, my co-host for the Coast to Coast podcast, the video podcast, I should say, that we do for thelines.com, put those up on their YouTube channel. He joined me to, on the Land Your Bets podcast yesterday on Wednesday, the 23rd, and we got up a, an, uh, a podcast of a conversation that we had about AFC futures bets that we are making. I gave out about three or four picks. Nate handed out a couple, and that was a nice little uh, addition to the NFC futures video that we also have up with Jenna White. Want to promote a couple other things really quickly for you guys. Going to be having a fantasy football draft breakdown uh, episode with Levy Chatnover. He plays in two different um, big money leagues that he, he's won a couple times. He's come in second in the last four of one of those big money leagues as he continues to lose the championship game. But he's a guy that knows what he's doing and, and is has some really solid insights uh, for drafting your fantasy football team because he is a complete psycho when it comes to preparation. We're talking all different color highlighters and the like. So we'll be able to pick his brain about some strategies and guys that uh, are really, really good potential picks uh, and value picks, I should say, at their ADP, etc. Going to also have a really great episode with Kareem K back on, our best NBA professional better uh, who has won a ton of money and has been dropping some bombs uh, in terms of knowledge around sports betting and definitely the NBA where He's got to be considered one of the elite prognosticators when it comes to NBA, creating his own projections and numbers and then using them to really just beat the books consistently. So he's a really solid dude to have on because he really breaks it down in a way that's very understandable uh, and easy to then take and use in your betting life as well. So make sure to check those out here on the Land Your Bets podcast. That's all for now. Let's jump right into Thursday's slate. Let's kick things off in Minnesota, where the struggling Texas Rangers are taking on the Minnesota Twins, who look really good to go ahead and clinch that AL Central at this point. We're going to be targeting both pitchers, Pablo Lopez. We're going to be going with for six six Ks plus in a win for him, uh, as Minnesota should be able to handle Texas in this matchup against Andrew Heaney. Uh, And I think if you want, you can just take Lopez six Ks plus at minus 110 as well. Any way you want to play that, I I like the Twins to win this game. I like Lopez to get his strikeouts. Um, And basically, the Twins have been hot. I mean, they've won seven straight Lopez starts, except for the one that he played, the two rather, that he's played uh, against Seattle, who can do no wrong at this point. So we kind of take that with a grain of salt because they've basically turned in uh, to the Seattle Manners who won 116 games like 25 years ago. So, uh, But for Pablo Lopez specifically, he will be pitching at home where his home splits are very, very nice. He is averaging 13.2 Ks per nine in the righty-righty matchups when he's at home. He's got a little bit of a concern when he faces lefties, um, but when we look at this lineup for the Rangers, they're going to be putting out uh, enough guys who don't have really solid uh, numbers against a righty like Lopez, uh, especially over the course of the last month. Since August started, let's say, uh, they are down to the ninth highest K percentage for their batters, so they're striking out way too much against righties there. Um, And when you talk about Andrew Heaney on the mound, why I would like this win for Minnesota – 
he's just been an up and down pitcher with like a couple of good starts that make you pause for a second. But in these situations, I think he's a pretty fadeable guy. Um, his slider has been getting mashed and, and that's a pitch that he really relies on the strikeouts. Um, I, I don't think he's going to get those strikeouts. I would just throw that other bet out there for you. Andrew Heaney under five and a half K's since I just transitioned to wanting to talk about him. Uh, that slider, like I said, has been a, a really bad. One of the worst in the league for someone who throws it as often as he does roughly 25 percent of the time he's throwing that slider and it's been bad it's, it's gotten crushed to the tune of uh, minus 9.6 weighted runs above average meaning compared to the normal amount of uh, sliders that are being thrown his is getting hit a lot uh, it's getting hit way worse than the expected uh, average of the league in general which is why you see that minus 10 number essentially in terms of the the effect that he's having with that slider and the successful uh, impact that he's having as opposed to other pitchers it's been very bad so with the slider down as it has been I don't think he's going to be able to get the strikeouts that he has at certain times this season but not very often he's only topped uh, six plus K's in two of his last 10 starts meaning if he goes under six here that would be what he's done 80% of the time his uh, K to walk ratio, very bad as well, which is why he hasn't been able to stay in very many games, uh, less than three Ks per walk on the season at this point. Um, so I think he's a good bet to go under six Ks. I think Pablo Lopez is a good bet to get six or more Ks. And I also think Minnesota is good to win this game as, man, the six in a row now for the Rangers, they are uh, just, just dropping wins everywhere in a way that has the, the Mariners and the Astros both within a game of the, the Rangers for the AL West. And I think that continues here. Uh, as I said, their bats struggle against righties. Andrew Heaney has not been as good. And and, and the Twins, If for those of you listening who are like, wait, I thought the Twins strike out a ridiculous amount no matter who's pitching. That is true, except for it's been a little bit of an, uh, a change over the course of the last month, uh, actually, even really since July, they've they've upped their their K percentage. They well, they've lowered it so that they've risen the ranks of, of lowest K percentages for their lineup uh, up to 14th in terms of how often they're striking out. So that they're in the top half of the league now and in a good position, I think, to to fade Heaney's under five and a half Ks. Take Lopez six Ks with the victory. Take the money line. Uh, any any of those bets in there should work out for you guys on Thursday. And the other game that I'm going to talk about is the nightcap that closes things off on this slate here on Thursday night. Cincinnati is in Arizona after they played two games in Anaheim yesterday on Wednesday in the doubleheader matchup versus the Angels. They won both of those games, by the way. However, Arizona is in a much better place right now uh, than the Cincinnati Reds, I would say. They've won nine of their last 11. Uh, I'm going to go with their run line in this one because that money line is all the way down to like minus 180 for the Diamondbacks to defeat the Reds. So I'm going to take Arizona on the run line, meaning they need to win by two runs or more to win this bet. But it is plus 122 on FanDuel going a full unit on that. And I think there's some consideration for an under. I'm just not going to combine it with the run line. If you want to take an under nine, nine and a half runs and parlay it with just Arizona's money line, meaning they only need to win by one run, you can still get a really good number there on, on the parlay. It gets you up to about what the run line is. If you want to go under nine, nine and a half and take uh, Arizona's money line, also gets you to about plus 120. The, the resurrection that Arizona ha has been going through has been really impressive because they lost 17 of 20 games at one point from June to July. Uh, and in their last 11 games, they've won nine of their last 11. Um, they have the 11th best slugging percentage and batting average uh, versus 
lefties as they will be going up against Brandon Williamson. They are 12th in K percentage and walk percentage. Um, seven of their nine wins over their last 11 games have come by two or more runs, covering this run line for us. And they have Merrill Kelly on the mound, by far their best pitcher, former Cy Young uh, nominee, and, and he's been really, really, really good in August um, in his last four starts. Just a 2.7 ERA. He went six innings with no earn versus the Doyers in last game. The Dodgers been basically the best offense in baseball for the past couple months. And I think there's some reason to to sort of fade the bats of Cincinnati against such a strong righty like Merrill Kelly in this one. So I'm basically fading the Cincinnati offense and riding with Merrill Kelly. I'm doing it via the run line because I think there's a big enough disparity between he and Brandon Williamson. Um, but do what you will with that info and, and, and bet accordingly. Like I said, betting Arizona to win in some fashion. And there are not to be very many runs scored by Cincinnati. Uh, coming off that doubleheader, like I said, versus the Angels, the second highest K percentage versus right-handed pitching in August is how Cincinnati's been faring. They have the 10th worst WRC plus and the 9th worst batting average against right-handed pitching in August. So they've been struggling mightily, which is why they've been sliding down a bunch uh, and back out of the playoff race as of now. Brandon Williamson... I'm a little bit nervous to, to to bet to just totally fade him. I'm not going to just go strong in fading him. I definitely don't think there's any value in his strikeouts because you need to get to under four and a half for him before you get any value. And he's the kind of boomer bust young lefty, you know, in his first year in the majors who could definitely go four innings and still get five or six strikeouts. He's done that a couple times actually this season because of the volatility with the results that he has. So uh, I, I don't love going against him. In fact, it, he's only got one quality start in his last six games and it happened to come versus Arizona. Who's not a great team versus left-handed pitching. Um, they've been better, uh, but really over the course of the season, we're still talking about a team that's in the bottom 10, bottom 12 ish uh, when it comes to facing left-handed pitching in terms of WRC plus they don't strike out, which is why I, I would consider fading and, and was always um, am always looking to fade uh, pitcher strikeouts. I love going unders in strikeouts when pitchers get five and a half or six and a half K props, especially when you go up against a team like Arizona who is not very powerful in their lineup, but they don't strike out. It's similar to what's going on in Washington with those Nationals. So I I think there's still a good reason to believe that Arizona is going to win this game by two runs. I mean, Williamson has been worse on the road, uh, much higher ERA there, and uh, actually a higher ERA at night as well. And they're playing this game at 9.40 p.m. on the East Coast. It's on the uh, the West Coast here, so it'll be 6.40 p.m. local time. But still, it's a nightcap. Uh, It's a night game for Brandon Williamson, and, and these are situations that he has not been as good so Arizona run line feel good about that I am going to take under nine runs which is a really ballsy move if you parlay those it's some pretty good um, money as well because of the fact that there's negative correlation like going under nine runs but needing Arizona to win by two that gives us a small margin of of error there for Arizona they can't really give up more than what uh, five runs at that point or I'm sorry uh, three runs at that point to be able to really pull this one out and get under nine Um, so I I think we really need them to uh, to, to bet on Merrill Kelly in this one which is however you want to do that like I said a really good bet so that is all the time I have for you in this episode on Thursday. Like I said, make sure to check out the other great episodes up. AFC Futures are up with Nate. NFC Future Bets are up with Jenna White. Kareem is back to give us a ton of solid insight as we look ahead 
to the NBA season, including a really solid NBA future bet that he's betting on for sixth man of the year at plus 3,400. So 34 to 1 on your money. I tailed him. Uh, I would go ahead and suggest you tail Kareem whenever you can as well. Um, as we're going to come up, uh, like I said, you'll have this episode with some overall betting insights. And then I'm also going to be doing an NBA futures episode with Kareem so you guys can get all of the NBA future bets that he is making ahead of this season. Some pretty big units on there as well for Kareem. So. That's all I got for you guys for now. So until I do talk to you next, happy betting.